Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. On Thursday's episode, we're giving you a glimpse into our Patreon. We talk so much talk on and on and on over there on Patreon. So we thought on Thursdays, we'd just give you a little taste of what it's like over there where um, you get uh, more than you ask for, I think. Right, Erin? <laughs> yeah, and maybe you're even getting it today, but we hope you do enjoy these clips. They're just something we choose that we had a lot of fun with the week before. We have tons of different levels on Patreon. You can sign up at uh, many different kinds of levels for many different kinds of shows or just personal talk, documentaries, reviews, more reality TV. We're doing a lot over there. Thank you guys so much for your support here on the free feed and especially to those who join up on our Patreon and help support us and grow this independent podcast into what it is today. So thank you guys and we hope you enjoy. Thank you. It has everything, as we've discussed. It has everything. It has convicts. It has cult members. It mm-hmm. has, you know, very religious nut jobs. It has a love after lockup within an inmate or roommate situation. When we mm-hmm. t- talk about Bill, Bill has like gotten someone on the outside, a girlfriend. And he, how pissed off do you think Bill is that he didn't wait until they approached him for love after lockup? Because he could have done that with this chick that he's dating. Instead, he decides to go on inmate to roommate and he has to live with these psychopaths. I'm sure that he thought in his mind, it's A&E. So it's going to be highbrow. It's going to be highbrow television like Bad Sisters. But it is not. It is a Matt Sharp production, which we are here for and we live for. And Bill, who looks just like David of David and Annie. Just like him. I mean, it's just his facial expressions. Um, yeah, this was a great, this was a great episode. It's sort of, because I think I've watched like three or four now, but this, yeah, this was a great episode. It was great. Yeah. Bill gets to see his list. Erin, <laughs> do you think that we should have merch for that? Because we've, list. Got, we've got, mm-hmm. um, we've Angela's got rules. A- Angela's rules, no prostitutes, no goddamn whores, no cigarettes, no mm-hmm. turning on your cell phone. Tony. Tony. But I think that this list is so long, it, it would have to go on a caftan like it wouldn't fit on a t-shirt or a pillow it would be like that um time we were recapping what was it temptation island and that guy turned around in the pool <laughs> and he had the entire poem of footprints yeah. in the sand on, on his, his back yeah yeah let me tell you bunkies if you didn't have the original word art which was fit- footprints on the sand yeah we had it in every single house that is a long piece of writing. He had the whole tattoo on his back. So, I mean, this, yeah, the, I think we could do something like this on a poster, on a sticker, I, a long oh my sticker. God. Bill's a rules. I mean, with the, with the yeah. rainbow, with the rainbow and the purple have, and everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, I bet we could. And then you can it. apply your you can apply your own post its to the side with more culty shit if you want to, like they I did. I think those you know? were additional rules because when they he that's what they he, said. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, I ran out of space." I was like, it, "Like I said, he typed that up on his little <laughs> on his little Dell computer, <laughs> and then he took a floppy disk to Kinko's <laughs> and was like, "I'd like to, this to be on a poster." And they're like, I just they're like, here he bit. comes again with wanting a poster." That guy with his posters. Bill like, comes in every week wanting a new poster. Yeah. They're like, we just printed one two weeks ago for victim's poster. The one in the basement. Like, oh, no God. stairs. No breaking your chains. No undoing your handcuffs. I mean, you know they are hiding someone in the basement. Marcus, for sure. Is that a okay. same? Mark. Mark, that's his Mark, name. I, yeah. Said, yeah. I say Bill when I mean Mark. I, mean, I do too. The ghoul. Of Mark. That's who we're talking about. That's, uh, yeah, Bill's the inmate. Hey, y'all, it's Mary Payne here. I've got producer Ingrid and Aaron, and we're going to tell you all about our New York City live show. Yes, we are so excited for it. And we have the woman behind the woman and the other woman here to tell us <laughs> things that we need to know and that you need to know. Oh, the woman behind two women. Um, yeah. yeah, you guys, listen, I, I don't get a chance to say hi to the fans very much but hi thank you for being so sweet to producer ingrid you know life is a struggle um but listen come to this event in new york because we'll all be there the location where we're gonna do this thing called sound lounge is super cool it's like someone's living room or like really cool loft so you're maybe anticipating like a theater setting or something like that it is not like that it is leather couches and chairs and funky decor and fun fun um location good for photos for meetup yeah it's super fun i i visited it last um time i was in new york when i brought my daughter up there to look at schools and so i just popped in and they were the nicest they're super excited to have us because it's their first event back after covid wow yeah they're really happy um it's a cool place and they do a ton of like movie mixing sound stuff and commercials it's a real place um so they're letting us in for some reason and um it's gonna be awesome i love it yeah it's gonna be awesome it's like you get to know the band you get to know you you know the band before the band sold out venue that's That's what it is (laughs) that's right that's actually what it is live your best grunge life at the local yes or like i saw elton john at the troubadour in 1969 this is your moment to do that (laughs) I just saw him the other night. So I, that's why it's top of mind. But listen, I know the price is a little higher. And I mean, nobody loves a deal more than I do. But this is a deal because a night in New York costs a fortune. This is not necessarily a fortune because guess what? You get in the door, you get exclusive, super fun swag that we are currently designing and making. Um, you get a meet and greet with the girls here um, and me if you'd like, but you get a meet and greet. You don't have to pay extra for that. It's all included. Um and refreshments and bevies are included too. And we have a lovely mm-hmm. sponsor for this event with a really cool Spike Seltzer product. We can't really talk too much about it. It's a big surprise, but it's infused with green tea and natural fruit flavors. So it's basically a health drink. That's um, right. That's but right. yeah, you got you want to come. There's going to be some giveaways. There's going to be some <laughs> swag. It's going to be fun. 
Yeah, it's, um, you know, like I said, it's one of these things where once you walk in the door, you're going to get handed a gift bag, you're going to get to meet us, you're going to see a live show and do a meet and greet and have some uh, crudite and a spike seltzer or a water. And just, you know, it's going to be great. It's going to be super fun. And again, it's one building down from the Flatiron. So, you know, lots of photo ops, like Ingrid said. So you guys get your tickets. The link is below. And if you're a member of Patreon, there's a little code for Patreon members to get a little discount. So you might want to think about that as well. So we will see you in New York. See you there. Let's actually, we'll, we'll go ahead and start with them. So this okay. is Inmate to Roommate, you guys. Again, on a Season 1, Episode 2. You can get this on a app or get it on demand, get it on their channel. It's called Rules of the House because this is the episode we see Bill's, well, rather, we, we already saw Bill's rules. This is the episode where Bill sees Bill's rules. Yeah. So, oh my God. We get the opening black screen of death, of course. They, they love a lot of these black and gray screens. They do them constantly. I like it. It adds drama. So Yes, it does add drama. And the the music they play when Sharna and Bill are, Sharna and Mark, there I go again, when Sharna and Mark are showing Bill around the house is like Ryan Murphy, American Horror Story movie. Oh, what was it like? I didn't notice. It was like, din, 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 din. I'm like, what? What is that? And then I thought, oh no, this fits perfectly because they look like they're going to murder people. Yeah, they're they are framed. The music is there. Everything is made to look like they are murderers. And Bill is in danger. Girl, he needs mm-hmm. to he needs to run. And it is cracking me up how they filmed and shot this and produced it. So we have Mark and Sharna, Elkhart, Indiana. But we start in Virginia because that's where Sharna has driven ten hours to pick up Bill. Her mm-hmm. pen pal from prison. And we said last week, we both had different opinions of when this happened, when she became a pen pal with Bill. I truly think it is when she was married to Mark. I still. do too. I agree with you now. Uh, someone on our Facebook group uh, said that she said she had been married to Mark for seven years and had been writing yep. him for five. So I guess she was married to Mark for two years and realized he was killing people in the basement. So she decided she would write a prisoner. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> totally. Yeah. He had his plaything, and she wanted one too. Did mm-hmm. So <laughs> she has driven 10 hours to Virginia on her own with only a bag of cashews and gospel songs. Mm-hmm. She is singing gospel songs. She's snacking on cashews. She's sleeping in her own car like Frances McDormand in Nomadland. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in her own van. I'm like, my God, woman, the desperation. The desperation. Stop, you know? stop at a day's end or something. Why not? Exactly. Like, what are you doing? But she's there at the crack of dawn, kind of like me being a line judge this morning. Mm-hmm. With only my coffee and a bag of cashews. And Bill is dropped off by whomever from the prison. And he walks out with his little hefty bag or whatever he has in his hand. They always have like one bag and yeah. one pillow or something. And he comes up to her and is like, oh, finally, we meet at last, Bill. And he's like, oh, hi. And they hug. And I'm like, he has no idea what's about to happen to him. 
Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 by Athletic Greens because I always want better gut health. I want more energy. I want a better immune system. I don't like taking a ton of pills and vitamins, and I want a supplement that actually tastes great, and this is what AG1 is. I've been on AG1 for about four weeks now, and I love it. It doesn't taste super healthy. It has a kind of mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery. It supports mental clarity and alertness, which, (laughs) you know, Dr. Baby Girl Mary Payne and I can always use more mental clarity and alertness. Our, Our minds are failing us, bunkies. Your subscription of AG1 comes with a one-year supply of vitamin D also, which is so important to add in during these winter months when we don't get as much sunlight. I mean, it's coming, Bunkies. Winter is coming. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm using a Game of Thrones reference. Yes, I am. It costs you less than $3 a day for the subscription, too. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that one. I feel it. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance, basically. Athletic Greens also has over 7,000 five-star reviews and recommended by professional athletes even on their website, which is encouraging because, you know, I'm no professional athlete, but I believe that <laughs> they know what's best for me sitting on my couch for sure. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. It's very easy. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash pinkshade. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash pinkshade to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. He is about to be tortured by this family, but so far so good because he is just thrilled to be in a car. He is thrilled to be out of prison. We have to always remind ourselves this guy has been in for 18 years. He went in before I gave birth to my child that's 19. Like, I mean, that's, that's right. so he was, so he's been in since, um, 2004, <laughs> eight, nine, 11, 12, 2000, 2004, 2003, something he's been in that long and it's a long, long time. Yeah. So much has happened. He, yeah. the last big event he was here for was Y2K and then sadly 9-11. You know what I mean? Those were the most recent on the outside events, 2001, right. 2000 and 2001. And if he went into prison, yeah, in 2003. But then. Be, no, he, no, no. But, he's been in for 18. Yeah. Okay. You guys will never. got out. We shouldn't go down this road. But then he like got out. And I, I'd like to know more and maybe we'll find out. When he was on the run, when he escaped, how long was he out for? Was he out for like I, a whole day or like a couple of weeks or? Yeah. I feel like it was like within hours they picked him up. Yeah, because it doesn't seem like he did anything on the outside except drive around, and then well, we'll see in a future episode how he goes for a driving lesson with Mark, and <laughs> tries to make Mark poop his shorts, which is <laughs> which I support. Okay, so Bill has no idea he's about to enter a terrifying cult of two. 
Um, so he is in the car like, oh, it feels so good. It feels so good to be out. And she's like, yeah, does it? Oh, that's great, Phil. And he's like, I am so hungry. I could eat a horse. You know, probably shouldn't say that anymore. I think I just said that. He didn't. And she's like, oh, well, here you go. I have a bag of cashews. And he is thrilled to, to get the cashew bag. He he's, like, we, he's like, we didn't have these in prison. And he is just like turning the bag upside down, ah, just pouring it in his face like I did with my coffee, just, ah, just <laughs> mowing it. And I'm like, I hope that this is not what she is supplying him for the 10 hour drive home. Like I can picture her just being like, well, you had some cashews nine hours ago. I know. You know? At some point they stop at a vegan drive through. I don't know. I mean. Stop at a Shake Shack. Something. Get this man a burger. Doesn't you don't need no. to eat one, Sharna? Even though you look like you should. Just saying, uh, they're never going to a Shake Shack. No. Oh God, I'm like, mm. wh where are they going to take this man? So she, they finally, um, well, they don't, before they get home, they have this conversation in the car, and she's like, so what are you going to do now to for work? I mean, maybe you can get a job at Taco Bell or McDonald's or at the grocery store bagging groceries. I'm like, this isn't Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> like they all don't go out and bag groceries afterwards and try not to commit suicide. Like, sorry, um, also, boarding, but I'm, I'm sorry. Also, I would like um, somebody to bag my groceries at the grocery store. I'm my own bagger. I don't know what she's talking. I don't know what, what happens where she lives, but that's not a job here <laughs> oh <my laughs> anymore. God. Bag your own we, shit. <laughs> we have baggers at several places, but the, the place to go for real, you would love it you would love this, is the little store in Verona, in downtown Verona. So it's closer to our old house, but I still go there. It's called Miller & Sons. Mm -hmm. So Miller, Miller's for short. It's an old-fashioned grocery store. They have everything, though. I mean, they have sushi. They have all the specialty items. They have fantastic meats, deli, everything. You go in there, you get the old-school kind of cart that um, you just flip down the end when you get up to the register, oh, so uh -huh. you don't have to put any of your stuff on a belt. Yeah, they you, do it so for you. First yeah. of all, you shop like that, get everything on there. You just walk up to the register. You never touch your groceries since the time you take them off the shelf because someone bags them, puts them uh -huh. on a cart, pushes them out to your car alongside of you, and puts them in your vehicle. And this is all at no charge. Of course, you're paying a little more. The prices are a little more, but it is the best. Ah. Uh. Shopping, you would, yeah, you would worship it. I would, I would, I would, because by it. the time home, you think about how many times have I touched this can of tomatoes, once, twice, three, thrice, four times, and then you finally put it away in the pantry. You're like, I think I touched this thing twenty times. Like, I cannot believe the amount of schlepping one has to do. Ooh, ooh. So you gotta okay. find you a full service, okay. full service small grocery store. They're out okay. there. Come to Verona, maybe if you need to get on a plane. Maybe that's where deal. Bill can work. Maybe that's where Bill can work. They would hire him in an instant. They like to help the community. So she's all like, yeah, you could do this and, it, you know, just get some dollars. You have to get a blue collar job. And he's like, ah, he's like, I, the only time I worked at McDonald's was when I was younger and I stole all the money out of their registers. He goes, ha, 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 they used to call me the hamburglar. <laughs> you can look like the hamburger he does look like the hamburger sharna does not laugh because sharna is incapable of any sort of humor no period Pr prison humor is not funny mm -mm. no 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 humor is funny he is also as we're going to see in later episodes he is an author <laughs> he 
You think he's an author, self-published. And he says, I am not here for doing small things. I'm still going to be a hustler. I still want to make my own money, but I have bigger plans. He's like, I've lost so many years. I've lost everything. I've lost my old muscle-bound physique. Mm. I'm like, as have we all, even not in prison. And he's like, I've lost time and I don't want to waste time now on the outside. But Sharna is all about him just going out and getting some menial jobs so that he can contribute to his um, $60 clothing bill at Burlington Coat Factory, as we'll see in the future. And 10% to the church, of which he doesn't belong to their church, but okay. Yeah. (laughs) 10% tithe. So Bill is wearing a cross and he says, I'm a Christian and I've turned my life around. And he he has no idea uh what kind of Christians he's moving in with. Again, they're Seventh-day Adventists. No shade to Seventh-day Adventists, but these two are freaking weirdos. They're super they, hardcore. They, they, are, they are weirdos. It doesn't ha- I don't they necessarily are think it's a reflection of the church. No. I think, I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. But I, 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 my opinion is that they are the weirdos. Agree. And, um, and they are just weirdos that happen to go to this church. That's yeah. right. <laughs> well put. That's mm-hmm. exactly what's going on because you can be a religious nut job in any religion, in any yeah. sect of any religion. Yeah, it's absolutely. A, you know, it's just you who are the nut job and who are going to be this like really oppressive by the rules, by the book. You can't do this. You can do that. They're these people. And they would be like that no matter what they belong to. Yep. Yeah. So, agree. Yeah. All right. So Bill is completely overwhelmed when they do get to the house. It's nighttime. I guess they've driven completely just through the day hopefully stop somewhere to get food. And they get inside and the ghoul that is Mark (laughs) is in there uh, just hovering around pretending to wash a dish. Excuse me. And they, they walk in and, and Bill is very kind. He's like, this is a beautiful house. And thoughts on the house. Is this, this is like an old Victorian esque kind of house or an old farmhouse. Maybe they're trying to restore it has like really wackadoo colors on the outside, like yeah, a, like a bright blue trim with white siding. I'm like, ugh. Um, yeah, I, this was the first we'd seen the outside of the house, I think, and I was very surprising because the inside of the house seemed kind of small, but the outside of the house seems kind of big. But like everything in the house is like, hey, we just went to Home Depot and that blue was on sale, so we're going to paint everything in this room, including the trim and the knobs and the baseboards, all the same color. Like totally, yeah, yes. yeah. And there's they're flashing around to word art everywhere. There are statues, there are crosses. There's like in this house we do this, and in this house it's all that aggressive word art that tells you what to do when you get yeah. into a house, and you're like, whoa, whoa fuck, jeez. <laughs> Oh, I have to eat? The wall told me. So, oh, shit. I got to rest. Okay, here I go. Um, Yeah, I don't know. They don't have Laugh. Have fun. They don't have any taste. Let's put it that way. You guys know we love Green Chef. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat a more balanced meal. Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. You can choose from all 24 recipes weekly with the option to mix and match meals from different preferences. In in other words, you can order like vegan this week, order keto the next. You can totally mix and match every single time. You don't have to get one uniform box. Elevate your dinner experience 
with their Fall's Finest Collection. It's a curated selection of farmstead favorites, fresh seasonal ingredients, and premium proteins. Okay, guys, this is my jam. I'm all about the fall foods. Uh, Give me the potatoes. Give me the meat. I know I'm usually keto, but uh, they have options that are actually keto-friendly and still fall deliciousness. They have pecan-crusted salmon with creamy kale and roasted carrots, or beef tenderloin with cherry balsamic sauce, maple Brussels sprouts, and brown butter potatoes. Um, that sounds like my deathbed meal. That sounds uh, like what I'm going to be cooking this week. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. And they have fast and fit meals under 700 calories that are ready in 25 minutes or less. With Green Chef, you're also reducing your food waste by at least 23% versus grocery shopping. We all know how that goes. We end up throwing out our vegetables that we don't use. We end up tossing out the sauce that we thought we were going to use last month, didn't use it. This way, you get to reduce your carbon footprint and not waste as much food, but still have all the deliciousness of chef-curated cooking right in your kitchen. So here's what you do. You go to greenchef.com slash pinkshade135 and use code pinkshade135 to get $135 off across five boxes and your first box ships free. Yes, free. So go to greenchef.com slash pinkshade135 Use code PINKSHADE135 to get $135 off five boxes and your first box ships free. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. None. Well, you could tell that from looking at them, right? Their, their taste is the hair, the hair on Sharna. I will never get over. How can we? Is she, is she a nurse? We'll never get over it. Is she a nurse or something? Because she did have on scrubs at one point. I know she had what that's in a future episode. And I agree. I was like, wait, is she a dental assistant? Like the other chick in the other couple? Is she a nurse? Is she, what is she doing? Is she killing people? Mm. Like, um, what's her name in yellow jackets in old folks homes? Yes. Miss Misty. Misty. Yeah. Is she, this, this woman is the Misty of any group. For sure. Except not um, nearly as entertaining, but she is somewhere injecting people. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, so, I do. Huh, yeah. Okay. She, they walk in and Sharna goes, have you ever lived in a house? As Before they're walking in. And he's like, "Uh, yeah. And she's like, I <laughs> thought in Brooklyn they only had apartments. He's like, no, we had like the biggest house in Brooklyn. Blah, blah, blah. Like you can tell he's already getting like pissed off that she thinks he has but never lived is, on earth I, I before. Was like, he hasn't been in prison since age four. I, I mean, know. he's lived in a house. He's 50 something years old. Yeah. She wants him to be so completely um, in awe of their kindness and their generosity, but she wants to also, she and Mark both want to be total pricks about it at the same time. Like yeah. if he doesn't just fall all over himself being thankful, which he, which he doesn't, and he shouldn't have to, they are going to get enraged. So that's what, this is the beginning of that. Bill is completely overwhelmed when he gets inside. He, and well, first of all, Mark hovering over him like a specter. And then <laughs> He also says it's very strange being in a quiet home where guys aren't shouting and bells aren't ringing and alarms aren't going off. And, you know, he's been in an environment like that for 18 years. And now he's in this quiet suburban home where he's going to die. And, <laughs> and he's like, it's just overwhelming. He tells Mark, I really appreciate your hospitality. I appreciate you guys opening up your home. And Mark's like, yeah, no problem. Do you want to, you want to get a tour? So they, they start walking around the house with the camera crew and 
they go, and this is so odd. They walk into one room and Sharna's like, this is where I sleep. And Bill's like, oh, you guys have separate rooms? And Mark's like, yeah, uh-huh. And they just leave it at that. And Bill's like, oh, oh, he totally is all of us. He's like, yeah. well, why is that? Something going on? Something going on? <laughs> What's the deal? You having a fight? Yeah. And Bill, Bill in his, or Mark in his interview is like, you know, I feel like Bill is being a little nosy and overstepping the line. I'm like, you guys are showing him your separate rooms and then acting like weirdos. Of course, he's going to ask he questions. Said, what did he say? He said, um, he said, of course, the first thing that uh, Bill asked was the uh, first thing he noticed about the separate rooms. And uh, I thought that was uh, none of his business. I was like, you just told him. pointed it out. Yeah. You just- <laughs> Sharna wanted to make sure that Bill knew she was in a separate room, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. I do know what she you was mean. like, this is my room, Bill. Only me. I'm the only one in here. Just to make it clear. Just to make it clear. And Mark is like, what he should what what is he nosing around? I'm like, mm-mm. Girl, your your wife is um scamming on you, and it's not gonna work out for her at all. But just so Sorry. you know. I muted so, my microphone because the dogs are barking. But I've Everly Solar, Everlight Solar outside your door it's, again. It's Moxie Pest Control coming to get me. <laughs> Every time. Every time. So he is like, Bill's kind of like in shock as he's walking around, but he has no idea the shock that he, he has no preparation that could help him out for the shock he's about to find when he walks into his room. Uh-huh. This is, this is what you call two people who have no sense of humor trying to play a joke on someone. It doesn't work out. No. Like they don't know how to do it. It's kind of like Bilal-esque, you know? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Good. Yeah good point yeah 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 no sense of humor thinks it's funny they open the door to his room there are purple and pink little twinkle lights just boom 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 flashing on a canopy bed there's a unicorn theme everywhere there's stuffed animals there there's a little teddy bear a little bunny so it's a purple unicorn themed bedspread Mm -hmm. a little nightlight unicorn head on the Mm -hmm. side that's pink The whole thing. Bill's like, uh, uh, stuffed uh, animals, he, stuffed animals, stuffed yeah. animals. He doesn't even know what to say. And Sharna's like, this is my daughter's old room. And do you like it? What do you think? And then Mark in his interview is like, uh, 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 he thinks this is the greatest joke ever. He's like, you know, <laughs> we're, we're remodeling the house. And I just decided to leave Bill's room like that. So, you know, could kind of test him and see. What, what he'll think. And I'm like, you guys are the biggest dweebs in all of dweebland. I can't. Mark, Mark hates Bill so much. He hates, hates him so much. Bill. <laughs> hates he hates him. Bill. Sharna hates Mark. Mark hates Bill. <laughs> Bill is about to hate everyone. Yes. So that's how this is going to go. Bill is about to make friends with the next door neighbor and hold up signs that say H-E-L-P out of the basement window <laughs> pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> so he walks in this room and they're like, do you like it? Ha, ha, ha. And he's like, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? It's not a prison cell. So I'll take it. And then they go over to present the rules. They do not only point to the poster. They have Bill stand there. Well, see through jaundice Mark 
reads every single rule on the list. Now, I went over them last week. So listen to last week's recap if you want to know the rules again, or just take your own screenshot. There are many. There are post-its next to it. I swear some of them were Bible verses, but they say they were extra rules. So mm-hmm. who knows? And and Bill's like, what am I, what am I like in fourth grade? He's like, I got a it's like I got a freaking rainbow poster on the side of my wall with rules on it. And they're like, we expect you to abide by these or there will be penalties. And he's like, um, I scarcely know how to respond. So, cause mm-hmm. the list is bad enough, but it's on a freaking rainbow poster and see through Mark is reading it. And then he tells us he's sitting on the bed for his parting shot. It's hilarious how they have him do this. He's holding onto his little baby bunny, like the little <laughs> bunny stuffed animal <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> they have his rainbow poster of rules in the background while he's sitting on the little bed in his pajamas holding this stuff <laughs> and he's like um i don't know how this is gonna be but it's okay i'm just gonna get the best sleep i can tonight and i'm a new yorker so everything's up for negotiations right and I mean, they I, just, he was like they leave like, it at well, that what if i bring somebody over it's gonna be embarrassing can i put it in the closet and they're like uh see rule number 17 you won't be having anyone over <laughs> so it do- so don't even worry about that because no one's allowed to come over and when they kept saying consequences, I was like, that's when he has to go to the basement. Like, what are the I consequences? Know. I don't know. I expected any moment to really like zoom in on a scene and see a, like handcuffs on a radiator. You know, like yeah. on any room in the house. That could be yeah. true too. It'd be like, yeah. well, go cuff yourself over there. Cuff yeah. yourself to that. Like, We'll let you know when you, can, when you can leave time out. Yeah. They're such sickos. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.